The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back, and we're showing up bigger, better, and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas, for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at dearmedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. In Texas. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, everybody. I was watching some of our recent, like the beginning of some of our YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And I hope I don't, I feel like when I do videos, do the welcoming, I'm like more calm because I'm like doing it to the camera. My energy's never been lower in the in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I was realizing the same thing. I'm like, usually if I, I was feel trying like... to hook a new audience, they'd be like, <laughs> you are a snooze fest. Good night. I know. I feel like because you don't want to over, it's almost like you have an audience or like someone here instead of just, usually I feel like I scream into the microphone. I'm like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and now I just don't feel like I want to be doing that. But hey guys welcome back to the what we said podcast Woo! happy tuesday i know i'm trying to get my energy up too at the beginning because i feel like my energy builds throughout the episode like i'll see yeah. clips from the end and i'm like oh i was you know i had some energy but at the beginning i was sleeping for some reason yeah happy tuesday everyone welcome if you want to watch mm -hmm. on youtube you can go to our youtube channel it's what we said podcast is um, it leap day today then this going goes up? up let me see i don't know that's a very special episode i was so. gonna say no. Ah. Darn. Leap days on Thursday. Well, if that's any of your birthdays, happy birthday. You happy can consider, birthday. I'm sure that's like such an annoying joke that people make. Like you can consider yourself, you know, if you only have a birthday every a four year years. Age. Yeah, you're a fourth year age. Pretty iconic, honestly. That is iconic. What have you been up to? You know, I I didn't really write down any updates for this week. I was trying to think of what I've been doing and I've really just been trying to get my life together mm. aka just like clean and organized I had a menti bee the other day because I was just like so many things are not settled like yeah. I feel like just in life and with our house and with I was just like my office was a mess I started uh, I vlogged it I don't know if it's, it's up yet it should be up actually I finally attacked that room office. that was just like a disaster and I started getting things organized but then sometimes for me like once I start a project it opens my mind up to like how many other things need to be done you would think mm -hmm. it would it should be the opposite where you're like oh I'm really glad I got that no. done and then I'm like our pantry our like all of our uh you realize like the our potential kitchen. yes yeah our kitchen doesn't have too much storage and I was just realizing there's like so many things that we need to get rid of or clean out. And we were like getting new food and there like wasn't room for it. And I was shoving it in and I'm like, I'm so stressed. Like I want this to be organized. And I think it's just because so many things are up in the air right now with mm -hmm. my life in general. Like I have no control over obviously my pregnancy and how that's going. And I have no control over like how I feel physically really. It feels like a lot of the times. And then I have no control over like how fast our house is being done and there'll be random things like oh we need to change this plumbing I don't know yeah it feels like a lot's up in the air right now so I've just been trying to control what I can which I feel like is like my current house 
and it's also unorganized. Yeah. So then I've been stressing out about that. But I've been working on it. I was going to say, I feel like that is the epitome of nesting. Really? Mm-hmm. That feeling of like, oh my gosh. Like you realize everything in your house. You you really want to build a safe, stable like nest. Like environment. Yeah. And so you just start thinking of every project you could possibly do to yeah. make your house more organized, more streamlined. You think of like everything. It's like all your brain can think of. I know. It really is. And plus, because you're building a literal house, a, a literal nest. <laughs> I know. On top of it all. I know. I can only imagine. And then imagine. just obviously a ton of, I mean, as anyone else has, work stuff, family mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it's like everything piled on. And I'm like, I am so overwhelmed. Like, yeah. especially because I think I've taken the past few months to give myself like a lot of grace with everything and rest. Just because like, I just physically wasn't feeling up to like, and even still, sometimes I was telling Leif, I'm like, I know it sounds like an excuse, but sometimes like cleaning and organizing all day and bending down and bending back up and stuff, it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll be like putting stuff away and and just moving a lot. And after like an hour or two, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. Like I feel so unwell from mm-hmm. like the constant moving. And I think literally physically moving, like it makes nausea worse. Yeah. So even though I've been feeling a lot better, sometimes if I'm like, I'm gonna tackle this and I go hard for a few hours, I'm like, Yeah. Awesome. I don't feel good. That is my nightly quote to Nick. Surprise, surprise. I don't feel good. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Like after the day is done, especially if I've had like a day where I'm moving all day or I'm walking, especially with house projects, like those exhaust me more than anything. Like when I'm walking or organizing something, I just went to like the container store and got a bunch of stuff to like clear out my office and guest room and stuff and clean out the closets and just try and get every little nook under the sink, like same thing. And at the end of the day, I was not okay. I was like, oh my gosh, my joints. I feel like I'm 70 years old. Like my body, my just my head and also I have a cold. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm no. checking out. I'm sorry. Not with the cold too. No. I know. Well, so that's literally, I was trying to think of like, what have I been doing? And I'm like, really just trying to clean and organize my space. And that's about it. Jilly came into town for just the day, the other day to help with some house stuff. So that was fun. Got to see her. Oh, nice. Got to talk about some house stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. And I feel like also with the house, it's like, The progress is exciting to me, but even like as I was vlogging the other day, I was like showing an update and I'm just like, I'm going to hold off on updates (laughs) because it's just a demolished, like all the stuff that's happening right now is not very exciting visually. It's it's just like plumbing and logistics and things like that. And I feel like, I don't know, once walls start going up and finishes start being made, I think it'll be a lot more fun. But right now it's just like, every time we go, it's like, okay, it's just demolished. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. nothing really tangible not for the girls yeah exactly I'm just a girl and it's not interesting me yet no but you don't care about the bones of the house just a lot going on we care about what it looks like (laughs) what about what about you the same Same. thing honestly just been they've been doing renovations still like on our house our landlord and it's looking good I mean they come in and they fix our cabinets they are adding a backsplash today I'm like okay cool slay so I've just been organizing. Like I said, I went to the container store. So expensive. I was walking around. That's so expensive, first of all. I just went to Ikea the other day. And I didn't, I actually, we didn't even get anything. Long story. But I was like, maybe I, because I've been, I've been had on my list to go to the container store. Because mm-hmm. I also need to do that. Like I have a closet that I need to like really organize. And 
I was in Ikea and I'm like, maybe I should get organizational bins from here because it's like so way cheap. cheaper. But they don't have as many of a selection. Like the yeah. container store has everything you could ever want. Mm-hmm. But I remember last time I went there, I was like, oh, so. That was almost a thousand dollars. It was like the most, exp- I was like, that was. This is one of the most expensive stores <laughs> yeah. if you, like, really are trying to get your stuff Yeah, organized. and you don't want to just go there and get, like, one thing. Because no. especially we're trying to organize our storage and put everything away. So we need the big bins. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to just get two and you want them to all be the same. So yeah, that exactly. it, like, looks visually pleasing to the eye. So you get a bunch of bins. And then I was like, okay, I got to get, I'm adding stuff to the closet for, like, the new baby. So trying to, like, add a closet. Like, just getting all these little things. I'm like, I'm so annoyed feels so good once it's done, but I feel like I'm just adding stuff to my house when I'm also trying to be like… Like decluttering. It. Yeah. I know. Ugh. I know. I was thinking about the next time we move. So much stuff. I know. I'm already like… When I posted about my my office the other day, I posted, I was like, in case you thought you, I had my life together, like this is what yeah. my office looks like. And a few people actually messaged me that are like professional organizers. And they were like, oh, if you need help, like… In like LA or Mm -hmm. OC area or whatever. If you need help, like I organize for a living. And I was like, that would be so nice for my new house. Like Mm -hmm. when I move into my new house to hire someone and start just having it be so organized. Yeah. Like that would be amazing. So because I was like, not not right now. Like I don't need someone to professionally organize this house when I'm only going to live here for like Mm -hmm. however many more months. But I I was like at the new house. That might be something worth doing, mm-hmm. worth looking into. Because I've never done that. I've never, like, hired a— Have oh, you? No. no. But I feel like that would be so nice, especially as a starting point for, like, a, a new yeah, home. 100%. So that might be in, in the future. Specifically closets, pantries, like, garage. Mm-hmm. Because those are the least fun things to organize. And everything is so weirdly shaped. And I feel like growing up, like Leif and I were saying, just where we grew up in Arizona, like— Not that everyone lived in a big house, but where we live now, it's a lot more cozy, like, Mm -hmm. coastal homes, usually, that we're in. There are obviously huge homes here, too. But even the house that we are renovating is, like, a cozy house. It's not that big. And we were saying, like, there really isn't—there's really never just that much storage. You know, like, Mm -hmm. at your parents' house or something, they'll have, like— Their full garage. A a garage, like, a huge garage. Leif's family had, like, a— big garage with like a shed and Mm -hmm. a big thing I don't know it's just like there seems like there's so much storage granted they have a bunch of kids too and it's just Leif and I and you know I almost said and a potential baby (laughs) (laughs) the baby's in there so still keeping everyone on their toes I'm like maybe (laughs) so that's happening but I'm just saying there's not that much room Mm -hmm. and so you have to be really Organized. organized yeah. Or else like it just gets so messy mm-hmm. if you're in like a smaller space. No, it's very true. It's very true. And anyway. you have to be very selective about what you keep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that's been, I guess, both of our lives lately. Yeah. I feel like the nesting is is fun because it does give you a little bit of a surge of energy to get it done. Like the nesting urge. But it also is like so frantic. Like <laughs> I feel so frantic. I will go from being dead sick to being in my nesting era. And it's like, I'm still not feeling my best, but I'm in this frantic mindset. Turbo mode. Same. Yeah. And then I complain at the end of the day. I'm like, oh, that was too, I did too much. I know. We're jumping into an ad to talk about Quince. We love Quince. Maybe you've seen like a ad or two on social media or people talking about Quince um, because they have luxury stuff, high quality 
but affordable pieces and you can get them all on Quince. One of my favorite sweaters that I wear um, is from Quince. It's like this white cotton crew neck sweater and it looks so cute for summer. I've worn it in fall, winter. It's like the perfect transition piece and it looks way more expensive than it actually was. They have um, like 100% Magnolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. They also have, um, I've gotten like some napkins from them for if you're looking to, you know, build up your hosting collection, anything like that. They also have some kids clothes. They have so much and it really is such high quality stuff. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I have a few silk skirts that I really love from from Quince. And sometimes I feel like if your closet is like so chaotic and crammed, the solution can be upgrading to more like high quality staple pieces, which Quince has a lot of. So by partnering directly with Top Factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us, which is amazing. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash what we said for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That is Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash what we said to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash what we said. I have seen a lot of people that I follow on social media recently raving about Factor and it has got my interest peaked. I'm very excited to have them as a sponsor. So Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So this is not a meal kit delivery, you know, a thing where you're having to cook. It's like you literally just have to heat up the meal. It already comes prepared. It's two-minute meals. You fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. They have snacks, smoothies, and more, so you can discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. So when you sign up, you save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So if you are a, you know, um, ordering food app queen like myself, this is a really great option for you and your bank account. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast and upscale options done easily. It's flexible for your schedule, so you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash said 50 and use code said 50 to get 50% off. That's code said 50 at factormeals.com slash said 50 Get 50% off. Again, it'll be linked in the show notes if you want to check it out. But... Yeah, other than that, I've just been honestly starting birth prep, things like that. I was telling JC, I just went to the chiropractor. I never went last pregnancy, but there are certain chiropractors who it's called the Webster technique. It's like for pregnancy, pregnant women. And I honestly am not like a big chiropractor person. I don't go. I know a lot of people go all the time. And anyways, it was referred to me. So I went and it was so amazing. I love the feeling of like getting my neck cracked. It's actually kind of scary. I was like sweating and kind of like clenching the table. Like, please don't 
freaking break my neck. And when she was doing my back, because they have special tables for pregnant women where it's like your stomach is supported, but it's not like being crushed, obviously. And I was like way more on edge when she was cracking my back because I'm like, the baby is right there. Please yeah. be careful. Like they that is are a weird, there. That would be a weird feeling. Yeah. But felt great. Afterwards, I have been like clogged up like my sinuses. And afterwards, my sinuses were pretty clear. Like nice. when I walked out, it was like, oh, I mean, now they're not. But we'll see. And we'll see how it works. I'm supposed how to go back in a couple days. How often are you going to go? I'm supposed to go back like again in a couple days because they're like, we just want to see how you adjust to being adjusted. Mm -hmm. See if you're still aligned or, you know. I just love things like that. And I don't care if they're lying. Like it makes me, the placebo <laughs> effect is real because she was like, you know how they do your legs? Like you're sit, laying on your stomach and they lift your feet up to your butt to like see, you know what I'm talking about? Not at all. So you're laying on your stomach. They grab your feet from behind and then they like push your feet up to your butt. Okay. So bending your knees. Yeah. And to see, I think that's how they see like where your feet are, if they're, if you're aligned or not. Mm, okay. Like your hips specifically. If you've ever seen someone get adjusted, they always like do something first or they'll feel to like see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Again, I don't even know like if it's real. what they're doing. But she was like, yeah, you're, well, she was pushing on my left lower. I've been having some sciatic tailbone pressure pain. And I was like, it just feels really tight around there. And she, and she was pushing. She's like, which side feels more pressure? And I was like, my left side. And then she like pushed it up. She's like, yeah, your left side is more, is a little off. And I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. She's just like literally confirming. She like yeah. asks you and then she's yeah, like, exactly. yep, that's it. But I believe it 100%. I <laughs> I'm always just like, oh my gosh, that's such good information. Like, and then she adjusts me and then she like does it. I can't see, by the way. She does it again. She's like, okay, you're all lined up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it feels so like, good. Yep, I knew it. I know. <laughs> sometimes, so much better. Sometimes it is just, even if it is a little bit of placebo, it's like, but it feels good to have someone, same with massages, which I think there's actual. Mm hmm I'm yeah. sure all these things actually do help. Like massage can really help get you, you know, feeling better and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with that too, it's like, well, even if it didn't help in the long run, like it felt amazing. So I don't yeah. care. I believe that it helped. Yeah. That's all that matters. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm starting to get to the stage where in a little bit, I'm going to have to start eating dates every day <gasps> and doing like the tea. You don't have to. You just want to, right? Well, yeah. I mean, so that's the one thing I didn't do last time. And I was two weeks overdue. I'm not saying that that has anything to do with it. But there's like lots of things before birth that a lot of like doctors or midwives or whatever will recommend to soften your cervix mm -hmm. so that labor is smoother, faster, whatever, easier. And it's like evening primrose oil tablets, raspberry. Leaf tea. Yeah. Dates. I've heard and from, I saw stuff. someone, I like saved it. That This girl was saying like raspberry leaf tea, but she's like. She's like, trust me, like, make it iced and, like, add I a little bit of lemonade or something. Or I don't remember what she said, but she was like, it's just not good if you— It's like a mocktail. Oh, I like, hated hate, it last like, time. hot tea. Mm -hmm. I, I mean— I'm not a tea girl. I wish I was. And people are like, you just haven't had it right, but make it for me. I'll like it. I know. I'm not a huge—sometimes it can hit, but, like— Like, why do I have to just, drink this? It's just, like, hot water. Yeah. I'm like, with, like, a very faint— Earthy tone, yeah. like— touch to it it's like people will say LaCroix what is the joke they'll be like it tastes like you're drinking sparkling water and like looking at a picture <laughs> yeah, of a watermelon yeah, or something yeah. like you can kind of yeah. taste something which a lot of people were recommending to me because I was saying I hate water right now but I'm trying really hard to stay hydrated they were like they're saying that sparkling water like with lemon or whatever mm -hmm. but doesn't that like not hydrate you or something 
I don't know. But a lot of people are saying, I, I was thinking maybe now would be the time I could actually like, like LaCroix or something. Yeah. Because I've never liked it. But it's like just kind of having like a hint of a flavor, but and having it be carbonated might be nice. Have you tried the watermelon juice, the mellow one? Oh, I know you've tried it, but I'm saying recently. I yeah. haven't recently. I should go get I some. I started drinking that when I couldn't drink water and it was really I really nice. like that juice. Yeah, as made apparent if you listen to our episode with Kelsey Kreppel. <laughs> I couldn't stop talking about watermelon juice. Probably because like the only thing that sounded good to you at Yes, the it was so fresh. Oh, so good. That's so funny. Literally had uh, had it one time. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, that's... You're supposed to eat six dates. That's why I'm like, oh, six you dates a day. You put in like a smoothie or something. I tried that and it's just, it's a lot of like sweetness. It's a lot. I tried so many different ways. That's why everyone's saying like, you need to make a smoothie. I'm going to try better this time. You should <sighs> have the date shake from Active Culture. It's so I good. Know, it's I don't know so how many good. dates are in there, but. I know. Then you get the it, recipe. But it, Why does it have to be so specific? Like, why can't you just like eat a couple dates? I have no clue. That's I mean, I'm sure a little sounds. bit helps, but they say like at least six dates a day. That's that's so a lot. Many. That's a lot, and they really are very sweet. They're and so heavy. Yeah, yeah. I could so, see that getting kind of even in a smoothie. That's like a very heavy duty smoothie. Yeah, it is. Or shake or something. But I'll try. We'll see. I mean, it's only for a short period of time. I can do it. But how often do you have to do it? Every day for how long? Until you go into labor? Yeah, I think for like the last like three or four weeks. Every day. Oh, I did everything last time. Here's the thing. I did everything last time besides dates. Like I did the curb walking. I did the evening primrose oil. I did every day. I did the raspberry le- red leaf tea every single day. I was doing everything. And then people are like, well, you just didn't do the dates. It's like. No, really? I don't actually believe. I they're mean- like, you should eat spicy food. Eating spicy food. I think the baby's just going to come. You're going to be doing something before the baby comes regardless. If you're sitting on your butt watching Vanderpump Rules, you're going to be like, Vanderpump Rules put me in labor. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I think it's just, I, I believe there's validity to all of these different theories or things that can help you put mm-hmm. you into labor or do whatever. But I just feel like everyone has confirmation bias of what worked for them like yeah. even with IVF people would always be like oh I did acupuncture and I swear that's what mm-hmm. got me pregnant or whatever it's like I did acupuncture you know yeah a bunch and it never I mean I didn't get pregnant while I was doing acupuncture there's certain teas that people recommend and just things and they're like this helped me and it's like you just attribute whatever mm-hmm. you did because for me this is like a medical thing but it's like for me I was doing IVF and then I did that test that specific test mm-hmm. that helped and then the next time I got pregnant so to me I'm like that's kind of what I yeah, associate like, with like, oh, that helped me to get pregnant. But I, but that's just me. Like mm-hmm. it's with same with labor. It's like, oh, I ate a bunch of spicy food and then I went into labor. It's like, maybe you just would have regardless, yeah. but that's what you attribute it to. Exactly. And which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes you just have to like have your own experience. I was watching a son's game before I went into labor. Slay. So Devin Booker put me into labor. That's right. <laughs> So we'll um, see if that happens again. Yeah. I mean, I, I know those things can help. They're not necessarily to put you into labor. It's like to help your cervix soften or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's worth it even if I do go like overdue, whatever. But we'll see. It's just weird to me that it's like time to do that. Like I was like checking my app and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to start getting things ready. Getting things prepped. I got to start ordering the all the things. That's so anyways, crazy. Yeah. Today we're doing a little kind of like dating yourself alone time episode talking about how to how to have more alone time in your life why it's important if you have trouble 
being alone, maybe breaking that down a little bit, some solo date ideas that were just making me so happy when I was reading them. It was giving me so much serotonin. I was like, wow, I want to, I want to be alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> I like want to do all these things right now. It sounds so fun. So first of all, this kind of goes along. February, we kind of wanted to have a bunch of like love episodes. You know, we did dating, we did breakup stories, and we wanted to talk more about like self-love and dating yourself, which is a topic I feel like we've definitely talked about on the podcast before, but I just think it's so, so important to like be your own best friend, be comfortable spending time alone, simply for the fact that you only got yourself in this life. Like, you know, as much as you can rely on your partner, your friends to, and it's so much fun to do stuff with people. Like, I'll go into that later, but I was thinking about, I always am like, I want to go on a solo trip, but then I like really think about it and I'm like, traveling is so much fun when you're with people that you love. Like, that's what Mm -hmm. makes it fun. So anyway, we'll go into more of that later. But I do think it's so important to like really be comfortable alone and be able to connect with yourself. And I was kind of looking up like why spending time alone is important just on a few different websites and like reading a few studies. And there was some stuff that I thought was interesting. Obviously, it builds confidence to be able to be alone. I guess I don't really know the science behind that, but it just like makes you more a more comfortable person and you you get to know yourself a little bit better because it gives you time to think deeper. It also allows you to like break free of social pressures. And that's something that I've realized a lot is the moments, kind of like the light bulb moments that I've had in my life where I realized that essentially nothing matters, like just like people's opinions of me or kind of these unimportant little things in life that I'm so worried about, those moments that I've had like breakthroughs or been like, oh my gosh, wait, it doesn't really matter is always when I'm alone personally. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because there's no one around you telling, putting any pressure on you. There's no societal pressure. There's no pressure from your parents. There's no pressure from your anyone. And Mm -hmm. you're just kind of alone with your thoughts and you realize that a lot of things just aren't that deep and nothing matters to a degree. And I feel like those moments have actually like really shifted my life personally to make me want to live my life in a way in which like I think Maddie from the Bad Broadcast has said this on one of her episodes like thinking of if no one else was here to validate this choice or to invalidate this choice like what basically what choice would I make if I was just left to my own Mm -hmm. devices on anything like what would I wear? What would my beliefs be? What would I do every day if like no one was here to validate or not validate it? And I think that that becomes clear to you when you're alone, like what you would do. And it has really inspired me, not that I do it 24-7, to live my life in a way that's like, this is my life and I'm going to make my decisions. It doesn't matter if people understand or they don't understand. But those moments have come to me in like solitude is what I'm saying. I think that's true. And I think even the reason for me, at least, that your confidence or like my confidence can grow when I'm by myself is it's like when you spend time with a friend or someone new that you meet and the more time you spend with them and get to know them, the more you trust them. And that's just like how relationship works. It's like, okay, now I know you. I've gotten to know, you know, your thoughts, your feelings, your character, all these things. And now I trust you more. And I feel like when we are constantly bombarded by other people's opinions, specifically on 
social media or even just on, you know, with any kind of noise, listening to podcasts, listening to or watching TV or anything like that, any kind of media. And I'm saying specifically social media because you see comments. Mm -hmm. So not only are you watching someone's video on their opinion, you're seeing everybody's comment and everybody's opinion on that. So you are not really left to your own voice, like your own inner voice a lot. But when you're alone, you can listen to your own inner voice and you get to know that voice very well and like and get to know what your gut feeling actually feels like when it's speaking to you or what it sounds like. And then it's a lot easier to block out other people's opinions. But I find I'm the most insecure when I am bombarded by other people's opinions and they're all so wildly different that I start, I can't even make a decision because I know what everyone is thinking of it. Yeah. Everyone contradicts themselves or everyone's opinions are contradictory. I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, I know this person will think this. I know this person will think this. I already know what they're going to say about this. So now I'm, I'm not even listening to myself. I'm trying to make everybody like, okay, well, I care what people think about me and I care what this person says about me. And I want, you know, to make the right decision as well. So then I just lose my own inner voice. Yeah. And I think when you do have moments alone, sometimes it brings you back to that. And Mm -hmm. you're like, you start to care a little bit less about that noise. Like sometimes when I've been like meditating or in a workout class or having alone time, even like in the shower, I will literally have light bulb moments where I'm like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care at all. But yeah. And not in a in a way where it's like, I know everything. I don't need anyone's help. But it's just like, I trust myself. I trust myself. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to have anyone's validation for these choices I'm making. Like, mm-hmm. so I do think it is so important. And something else that I was reading is that solitude helps to increase productivity. And I think that's like a good thing to keep in mind too, is just like when you remove distractions, you're just a lot more able to concentrate on what you're trying to get done. And so even in the sense of like, what I was just saying, like organizing and cleaning. Like I've been doing a lot of that stuff alone. Like Leif has been doing his own thing or cleaning out a different area, but it's like, we're kind of in our own groove. And I really do find myself like so productive just being like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, this is my task. I'm alone. I'm doing this. Like, mm-hmm. and I really do feel like it makes me more productive than if I was even like doing it with Leif and we're yeah. like, oh, look at <laughs> yeah, this. And like, yeah. I don't know. Just the other day I offered to help. Nick was going to clean out our storage in our backyard, we have like a little storage shed. And he was like, he's like, okay, I'm going to go organize. I was like, oh, perfect. He's like, I'll come help you. I'll have Abby come watch Case. And like, you can tell me what to do. And he was like, Ugh. and I was like, what? I'm going to help you. He's like, I just, when you're there, it takes 10 times longer for some reason, even though you're helping me. He's like, when I'm by myself, I'm in the zone and I can get just it get done. it. And I'm like, I do actually understand that. Sometimes yeah. when someone else is there, it's like, okay, I have to like take care of you now and tell you what to do. Even if I'm in charge of the cleaning or yeah. organizing or whatever. Yeah. The project is. Sometimes it's just better to be alone, Mm -hmm. honestly. We're going to jump into an ad to talk about Peloton. We just have the best sponsors for today's episode because you know what you can do alone? Ride your Peloton at home. But then you also have the luxury of, you know, connecting with an instructor and other people riding at the same time. So starting is everything when it comes to fitness. So sometimes it can seem very daunting to start a new workout program or start a new hobby or anything like that. But if you just take that that little leap of faith and start, it can make a big difference in your life. So Peloton helps you start no matter what level that you're at. Wherever you're starting, there's thousands of classes to get you moving, whether that's beginner or advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, or artist-themed rides. They've got something for everybody. And their Peloton instructors keep you motivated from day one. They're, I 
feel like they go viral on TikTok all the time. I'll just see like funny things they say or um, them leading a class and it looks like a literal party. I feel like sometimes going to workout classes can feel daunting depending on where you are within your fitness journey. But especially if you're like starting out a new hobby like cycling, um, it can be kind of scary. And so this is really best case scenario because like Chelsea said, you're alone and you get to do it from the comfort of your own home. But you can also connect with people and get, you know, guidance from an instructor and it feels pretty personalized. So Peloton Entertainment keeps you moving. You can watch your favorite TV shows and live sports as you ride. It's perfect for those days when you don't want to miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or bike plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is a great episode for BetterHelp to be a sponsor of because we're talking about being alone. And sometimes the reason it's hard to be alone is because you're anxious about something. You can't figure out, you know, how to get through something. And therapy can be a great avenue for you to explore to figure out some, you know, ways to cope, ways to be alone, feel more comfortable with your own thoughts and help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. So personally, I feel like therapy always makes me just a better person all around. It makes me a better partner. It makes me a better friend. It makes me a better daughter, whatever it is. And it just empowers me to be my best version of myself. And it's not just for people. If you guys feel like you haven't experienced major trauma, it's like, why would I need therapy? It can help you with so many different things like setting boundaries with people or just learning how to have positive um, coping skills. I feel like therapy at home can be a great little solo date, um, if you will. Something simple that you can do that could really make a huge impact and benefit your life a lot. You know, you can even go so far as to putting on something comfy and making yourself maybe a fun little drink, um, maybe a little iced latte or something. And getting your therapy session in could be a great way to spend some alone time, get to know yourself better, maybe learn some positive coping skills for for some things you've been going through and just really empower you to be the best version of yourself. So if you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash what we said today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash what we said. Well, those are kind of my like why, the why. Yeah. If you had anything else you want to add, I well, have some more stuff, but. And you were saying solitude too, because I listened to, this actually wasn't a Jay Shetty podcast about being alone, but in in one certain section, he was talking about defining solitude and like, he was saying there's two words in the English language that define being alone and there's two different like meanings and kind of like perceptions of them. So one is loneliness and one is solitude. And he was saying solitude is when you are confident in being alone and you feel comfortable being alone. Loneliness is when you feel weak and vulnerable and uncomfortable with being alone. And so- It's also unwanted. That was like- I was reading something about that too. Like lo- the difference between being alone and spending alone time and being lonely is that loneliness is unwanted alone mm-hmm. time. Yeah, like it's true. when you when you yourself are like, I wish I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. And and it's almost the opposite. Like spending solitude and like 
true productive alone time is, and I don't mean productive in the way like you have to be doing something productive, just like productive Good in the for sense you. that it's a positive thing in your life is that you are like choosing it more. Yeah. Like you want to have alone time in your yeah. life. Yeah. And I think you can also like on that note, sometimes you can't help if you live alone or if there are certain situations where it's like, oh, I'm just, I've almost been forced into being alone in whatever way it is. And you can kind of like take that choice, take that power back and be like, okay, I'm going to choose to have this like be my alone time. And I'm going to choose to, you know, think of it a little different. Your perception really is everything. It's like we were saying with the chiropractor thing. It's like, if you believe it, it becomes true. So if you're like, I'm choosing to be alone, I'm choosing to live alone. I'm choosing to spend this night alone. And if I really wanted to, I could be with someone else, but I really want to take this time to get to know myself. And, you know, I'm sure it can get hard if it's night after night yeah, after it's night. it's been a while. Yeah, but still, it's like you can, it, you don't want to feel like you're a victim to your own life and your own circumstances. And even going off that, some something that, don't worry, you guys, I screenshotted my source this time. I saw you guys tag us in the TikTok of, <laughs> what was that TikTok? Oh, yeah. The girl made, it's like JC and Chelsea when they. It's like, I heard the most profound thing in this book. It's like, I don't know what it was and who I forgot said what it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I forgot what it said, but. There's a podcast, if you want to go more into this whole topic more often, Liz Boss hosts this podcast called Date Yourself Instead, which she talks a lot about being alone and things she does. She lives in New York. But in one of her podcast episodes, she was talking about, basically she was saying, even if you live alone, understand that this chapter of your life, or you're alone a lot, that this chapter of your life isn't permanent and that it's just a chapter, it's a season of your life. and to enjoy it, to like try to relish in it and be like, okay, you know what? I might not always be alone and I might miss the days where I was alone all the time and I had so much time to do whatever I wanted. So instead of being like, oh, I can't wait for the day I'm not alone anymore, I'm not, you know, wishing it constantly and just kind of like hoping for something else when you're living. I think all of us do that anyways with whatever, for sure, you know, part of life we're in, but it's very important and alone time actually helps you understand that. It helps you be grateful for the chapter of life that you're currently in and your current situation. And I personally like spending alone time in the morning. Like I need to have at least like 20 to 30 minutes of just me in quiet alone where I do like meditations or affirmations. Sometimes I'll go, my vision board is like in my closet and it has some affirmations on it. And I'll just like go in there while I'm putting my jewelry on or while I'm putting my clothes on and like look at my vision board, do my gratitude journaling. And it really makes me feel grateful for my life. And it makes me like foster a love for my life and for my day. It's such a big difference when I do that instead of just going into the hustle and bustle and instantly listening to other people or like, you know, instantly just surrounded by, even if you just get on your phone, it's like you're instantly reading comments, you're instantly reading emails, people's opinions. And it's just, you need your time to just remind yourself, like, I am my own person. Like, I do not have to cater to everybody else. I do not have to, you know, live a life that I don't want to live. Yeah. I think it's very empowering, kind of going back to what you're saying, to like reframe alone time or kind of make that distinction between alone time and loneliness and really be like, I am choosing this or I, even if you feel like you're not, to honestly just affirm to yourself that you are I think is pretty powerful like I'm thinking of someone who lives alone and is single and is like and like wants a relationship because 
that's very valid to be like, well, I don't really want to be alone. But I think if you really get down to it, like, you know, you can be like, okay, I live alone and that is a choice I am making because mm -hmm. I, I don't want roommates. Like I would rather live alone. So this is my choice at this moment and just kind of taking ownership over that. And again, I don't really like to speak on things I don't have experience with. So obviously I'm married and I don't want that to come across like, okay, well, yeah, that's <laughs> very easy for you to say. But I just think in general, like I went through kind of that, that same type of thing when I was going through infertility of like just loving my current life and trying not to wish away the time mm -hmm. that I had. Like I would always try to remind myself, this is a hard time of life because I like am not getting what I want per se. AKA I wasn't getting pregnant and I didn't know when I ever would. But I remember like really trying to be in that energy of like, but I'm choosing to love this time of my life because I know it won't last forever. Mm -hmm. I know that someday I probably will have a family. I'll be older. I'll have a lot more or different responsibilities. And, you know, right now it's just me and life. I want to enjoy that. Like there's just times mm -hmm. in your life where even though things might not be ideal, I think it's like very powerful to kind of take your power back and mm -hmm. just be like, but I'm choosing to still yeah. love this situation to yeah, some degree. It could change tomorrow. It's like, I mean, not only in your circumstance, but any any circumstance could change in one day. Like your whole life could be flipped upside down in one day. You could not live alone tomorrow, you know? Right. Like there are so many different things. You can meet the love of your life tomorrow. And then from that point on, you're with them for the rest of your life or whatever. So you never know when it's going to change. It seems very daunting when it's like, yeah, you've been doing it for a while, whatever it is. But I think remembering and when you, again, have alone time and you're able to process things, you're able to think through your own thoughts and just maybe even just silence your own thoughts and just be, it's a lot easier to feel that way. It's a lot easier to be grateful. It's a lot easier to just take advantage and like really relish in the life that you're living now mm -hmm. definitely i was gonna say this if i'm going way off of like anything you have okay. let me know but another thing that Liz was saying on her podcast is that you can also become like in relationship if you are in a relationship alone time is also extremely important yeah because sure. you can oftentimes or maybe if you have roommates or something like that you can it's very easy to become codependent on other people and sometimes if it's uncomfortable for you to be alone, so maybe you're married, maybe you have roommates, maybe you are constantly spending time with your friends or family or whatever, and you are alone and it drives you crazy and you're like texting everyone like, hey, can we do something? If it's uncomfortable for you to be alone, you're somebody who needs alone time the most. Mm -hmm. Like you need to get comfortable with being alone, with being independent instead of like so codependent on other people to do things. Like, oh, I need someone to go with me to a workout class. I need someone to go with me to this. Obviously, yes, it's much nicer to have someone fun, to go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, with like you to a party or a new social, you know, circumstance, whatever it is. But it's really important if you're not comfortable doing that to push yourself to have intentional alone time to be, you know, in solitude and give yourself time to get to know yourself. Yeah. I was, I actually had this screenshot because I thought it was interesting. I was just reading an article and it was saying signs that you need some alone time. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, I'm seeing the signs for myself. But it was some watch signs they were saying or signs to watch for are like feeling short tempered, getting really easily irritated by like sometimes very minor things, feeling overwhelmed or overstimulated, having trouble concentrating, 
losing interest in doing things with other people or getting anxious about spending time with other people. Sometimes I do think that that is true for me. Like when I find myself just getting like kind of having a short temper, just being like a short fuse, being annoyed by things. It's like, okay, I need a second to breathe, to like be by myself, be with my own thoughts. And and granted, like I feel like I spend a lot of time alone or with Leif, like, which I guess that's not alone time, but you know, where we're just like in the house together, but maybe we're not like talking because we're both doing different things. But I'm still listening to a podcast yeah. or I'm watching something or I'm reading comments on TikTok. And it's like that, not that that's not alone time, but it's kind of not. Yeah. Because it's, you're still valuing and-, and It's still noise. It's, it's noise. You're listening to other people. You're getting feedback. It's, it's noise. And so I think like- Sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll like try to numb out by going on TikTok or something. Like I'm just like, oh, I'm just not feeling well or I'm feeling, yeah, mm-hmm. overstimulated and annoyed. And then I get on TikTok and I feel so much worse because I'm like, now I'm even more overwhelmed because I'm seeing so many opinions, so many thoughts, so many stories, so many things happening. And it's like, sometimes it's just really, you need the true solitude of like, disconnecting. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Like if you are feeling any of those things, overstimulated, stressed, whatever, even if it's for 10 minutes, like putting your phone in a different room and just taking a beat, like I, I feel like that's important to kind of look for is like signs that you're just like, I need some, I need a second. Yeah. And I, I think I saw, I didn't see this recently. So yeah, I don't have the source for it. (laughs) So I could just be making this up, but they say you need 20 to 30 minutes of alone silent with no noise time each day how many 20 to 30 minutes oh wow each day so whether that is like I was saying you can try to do it in the morning you could try to do it at night maybe where you don't listen to noise because even music is a dopamine hit like it it makes you have you know a dopamine hit which that can be very overstimulating if you're constantly getting dopamine hits throughout your day constantly because then when you're not you start to that that affects your attention span yeah for sure so doing things that are boring you being bored is like the lack of dopamine hit so don't just be like okay I'm gonna have alone time and I'm gonna listen to music or a podcast or something which kind of makes me feel not so lonely right right you know actually listening to your inner voice being still and that doesn't mean you have to just sit there and meditate I'm not saying that but even doing something where you have to create the The stimulation. Yeah, the stimulation. Like Like if you're drawing, if you're journaling, if you're taking a walk out in nature, whatever it is. And I actually wrote down a lot of ideas, but we can get to that at the very end. But I thought that was interesting. And I do feel like I notice such a big difference when there's days where maybe like Case wakes up super early and I'm going to go grab him. And I just feel like I'm instantly thrown into my day Mm -hmm. and I don't have that time before. And I do notice those signs where I'm like, I'm feeling a little bit more like, okay, I'm not as patient. But if I have time to just like, if me and Nick can both have our separate times in the mornings where it's like one of us is, you know, with Case while the other one takes their alone time and then we switch and we each have like the 20, 30 minutes of just like quiet time, whether it's just getting ready, whatever we want to do, it makes such a difference in how we parent too and like how we show up to other people. Yes. I'm sure it's less just stressful energy, a little bit more grounded, Mm -hmm. a little bit more. I think patience. if you're also just feeling uncomfortable in life in general, it's so much easier to numb out. Like Mm -hmm. it's, again, not to, it's just the thing I have the most experience with recently is like just not feeling myself or like not feeling physically well. 
to me, it's like so, it's actually so much harder to like meditate because I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't feel good. Like, I just want to literally distract myself. Like, yeah. that's all I want to do. And sometimes I think when you are like sad or stressed or anything, it is so much harder to yeah. to like get into that. To just even have the desire to be like, I want to meditate. Because it's like, I don't want to do I that. I want to drown out my like yes. myself. I want to pass the time. Yeah. But it really is so helpful to, to have that time. Because sometimes you really just have to, uh, tale as old as time, but you just have to go through it and process it. Like in order to get through it. Like you cannot, mm-hmm. certain emotions you cannot get over. You cannot bypass. You, yeah, you can't avoid you have to go through the feelings you have to yes. go through whatever it is like the fear of something and you're constantly pushing it away of processing it and dealing with it and writing it out or you know talking to yourself about it is so helpful because it really helps you let it go like you For just sure. need time to process some things it's it's actually the only way i've ever been able to truly feel like i've not like healed but kind of like gotten mm-hmm. over something is to go through it and not try and go over or under yeah. it like to just be like this is the situation yeah. and I have to feel these feelings it sucks it's not fun at the time but mm-hmm. it's really the only way to like actually make headway mm-hmm. you know cooking can be a great way to spend some time alone and you know un- unwind after a long day but sometimes going Food shopping, getting all the ingredients can be super time consuming. It can also feel daunting and just make you not want to even cook. But we finally found a better way with Marley Spoon. This podcast is sponsored by Marley Spoon. Marley Spoon knows bland food is boring, so they created the best tasting meal kit that money can buy. With our code, what we said, you can get up to 25 free meals, which is insane. With Marley Spoon, you can choose from over 100 different delicious recipes every week from Cajun spiced chicken to poached salmon to butternut squash gnocchi to a vegan burrito bowl. Many of their recipes are completely customizable. So whether you're looking for vegetarian meals, family-friendly dishes, or low-carb options, Marley Spoon has the food that you want to eat. Marley Spoon even has an in-house registered dietitian who actually assesses every recipe. So it takes the guesswork out of eating healthy. If you're trying to eat healthier this year, Marley Spoon is amazing because of that. They really take a special interest in making the meals healthy and not so complicated for you. So Marley Spoon also saves you from making that extra grocery haul with their online market of pantry essentials. So you can shop their selection of 125 plus items like seasonal produce, ready to heat options, meal shortcuts, extra proteins, and handy snacks and easily add them to your next Marley Spoon box. With meal planning and food shopping taken care of, making delicious food at home has finally become effortless. Plus, with Marley Spoon, you aren't locked in long-term. Marley Spoon's flexible subscriptions allows you to edit, pause, or cancel your boxes anytime. So experience the most personalized meal kit with Marley Spoon. Head to marleyspoon.com slash offer slash what we said and use code what we said for up to 25 free meals. That's right, up to 25 free meals with Marley Spoon. One last time, that's marleyspoon.com backslash offer backslash what we said for up to 25 free meals. And make sure you use our promo code what we said so they know we sent you. It'll be linked in the show notes. I just wrote down some like ways to spend more time alone, literally to like put it in your schedule, things like that. And then we can go into the solo date ideas. Okay, perfect. So I only had three things written down. Ways to spend more time alone. Put it in your schedule. I think if you're, this is specifically if you find yourself like overwhelmed and you feel like you're very busy and you're like, well, I don't even have time to like be alone, to literally make it 
a part of your schedule, whether that's in the morning, nighttime, midday, like whenever you want to really, but whenever it works for your literal schedule, but to literally put it in your calendar if you have to and be like, this is my 20 minutes of alone time. I want to, and again, all these solo date ideas, you can do these things. You can literally, it's free to just sit alone and <laughs> Listen to nothing, obviously, or meditate or something like that. Disconnect, which I already mentioned, but I think that that is probably key number one if you're wanting to spend some time in solitude. And number three, this is very simple, but I just liked this this reminder, close your door. In the sense of sometimes you just need to like go into a room and literally close your door and be alone. And I think this is especially if you have a partner, a roommate, kids, Mm -hmm. like I remember when I, I was going to be like, when I used to work, but when I, when my office was serving the purpose of an actual office and I would go in there and like, I would do work on my computer, I had to have the door closed. If I wanted to like actually get stuff done, I felt like, okay, door closed, iced chai made, Mm -hmm. I'm in go mode. And I would literally tell Leif like, please don't come in for like this hour unless you really need something. But like, I'm in, I'm in this mode. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I would be so productive, get so much done and really just have like this time alone that I really valued. Mm -hmm. And so I know that's simple. Close your door. But I feel like whether you're meditating, whether you're working, like to just close your door and be like, don't bother me. Yeah. Is nice. Yeah, it is. If at all possible. Because then you're also not thinking like, hope no one walks by or no noises like distract me from what I'm doing. Yeah. I also feel like a good way to, if you feel like you have no time, I know everyone eats lunch or dinner and a lot of people... You guys, we're iPad kids. We are. Like, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't want Case to be addicted to his phone. I'm like, as second I sit down to eat lunch, I'm like, let's find the newest episode of, like, some YouTube, yeah. whatever. Like, you're watching a vlog or something like that. Yeah. Is during meal times, like, I've been trying, especially lunch. Lunch is the hardest one for me because I'm usually eating lunch alone at, a, at my own time. Because it's always like at a random time during the day. It's obviously easier if you're eating dinner with other people or breakfast with other people. I don't get on my phone during those times. But lunch specifically, if you have like your lunch break and you usually go off and you watch like a video or something or you listen to something while you're, except for this podcast, you can listen to what we said. (laughs) Eat lunch in silence and try not to get on your phone because that, if you do have a busy day, that might be the only 20 minutes you have. First of all, it's better for your digestion. It's yeah. better in general to not be on Me, your phone. Me, so condescending. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never eaten a meal silently. Yeah, you guys. I'm like, come on. You have to watch really out for yourself. <laughs> Value your health. Come literally. on. Me so, always watching like a vlog or a podcast while I eat. It's funny because everyone our age will literally hate on kids at restaurants. Like, like why do they, they can't go one meal. <gasps> so true. <laughs> Yet they go home. They cannot have one meal alone. <laughs> like they have their phone up or like their iPad up watching something at all times. So true. I saw this TikTok of this girl is like when someone calls you or FaceTimes you during your like meal and YouTube time. Yeah. She's like, ah! like, I'm like, that is so real. Like you sit down because sometimes that is just like a way that you're yes. like, okay, let me put on my favorite. Yeah whatever and eat lunch Mm -hmm. but I was dying I'm like that's so true yeah and maybe if you do it multiple you don't have to get rid of every time but maybe just if like your lunch yeah your lunch break you have 20 minutes and you just get to eat lunch be quiet especially if you maybe work a busy job and you have to go right back in after your lunch break or you have classes you might just need a little time just don't numb yourself out just be like okay I'm gonna be with myself eat this food my toxic trait is all like have the desire like one time to be like, 
like I'm gonna eat a meal in silence or something and then like Leif will be watching something and I'm like mm-hmm. like you have to do that like that's <laughs> like that's really time. unhealthy like yeah 100% <laughs> it's like the first time I've gone without it in silence. <laughs> like you can't be silent with yourself oh, that's, that's so true concerning he's like it's so literally true 24-7 <laughs> I'm like it's like the concept of you decide like I'm done with my phone and yeah. then they're still on it you're like what are you doing after one second <laughs> You're like laying next to each other in bed. You put the phone down. They're like, Stan, what are you doing? You can't just sit with your own thoughts. So lazy. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Should we get into some solo day solo ideas? Day ideas? Also, just, as, just as, as a side note, like alone time does not always have to be productive and it doesn't really have to have like an end goal. Yeah. It can literally, it's just really about like enjoying the moment and just being with yourself. Like that's, that's really the only goal. So. You don't feel, you know, a lot of these solo date ideas are stimulating and that's great. And and I think a, a lot of it too is like, we've talked a lot about solitude and like meditating and being alone with your thoughts. But I also think just doing activities alone is great. And mm-hmm. it's an awesome way to build confidence in yourself and kind of just like get that muscle to grow. So yeah, I loved all, a lot of these ideas. Some of them are like, yeah, we've heard it a million times, but some of them are kind of unique and fun. Obviously, a coffee date alone, whether you sit at a coffee shop, if you want to like just people watch or work, or if you just like grab a coffee, go on a walk or whatever your drink of choice is, or literally just go to a coffee shop, get it and go home. Like just the outing, I think of getting a special little drink is always the move. I was reading to do an extra step with that is like almost taking yourself on a date of like get to a coffee shop of like make getting a cute outfit on getting ready maybe like taking a little extra time to do your hair cute like you're going on a date with someone else but then just go by yourself to the coffee shop i love that Mm -hmm. just like putting in a little extra effort because you know who knows who you might meet true but do it for yourself (laughs) yeah like you might (laughs) you might find love which (laughs) is more important than being loved exactly you might finally find someone who loves you (laughs) obviously going on a walk a lot of people were saying like silent walks which i think is great and amazing or a walk with a podcast also great this one only obviously thrifting people were like thrifting is the worst of other people (laughs) which is true if you have my number one on this thing is thrifting alone (laughs) yeah it's like if you have friends with with similar taste to you you can all be hawks. So no, thrifting. I do enjoy thrifting alone actually a lot. Solo movie date. I don't think I've ever done that. Have you gone to the movies alone? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I've done that. But a lot of people were saying they love like going to a movie theater, getting popcorn, getting a drink and like mm-hmm. just being alone, which is a sleigh. Bookstore, going to a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is also an activity that I think is really fun alone because again, it's just not someone like in your ear being like, can we go to this section? Like, I'm going to go over here. It's like just taking time to look at books you're interested in. Walk around slowly. Do whatever you want. I love that. Going to get a pedicure. Going to get ice cream. A pe- this is important. A pedicure, not a not manicure. Not a manicure. It's <laughs> too much. I know. Because when you get a pedicure, you get to sit in the massage chair. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying so you can be on your phone even. It's just like, it's just nice to sit have your hands available and you can just and getting relax. like a foot massage like who doesn't love that too? manicure feels like you're on the job like it feels like you're managing something yeah yeah it does and it's like you're kind of flinching if like oh, are they gonna cut my cuticle too short i know I get whatever i agree pedicure is the move going on a drive with like your favorite playlist or a podcast or silent obviously going to the park with a book having a beach day if you live near the ocean going shopping alone 
This one is very specific and I love it. I love shopping alone. I love lurking around like a mall. A, a lot of or people were like center. going to the mall alone is like yes, the best. The best. This one is very specific. Going to Erewhon with sunglasses on to look hot and mysterious with my $23 combo plate of all mac and cheese. <laughs> Please. That's, Ooh, that my good. That's my girl. Going to an art museum, farmer's market, going to a botanical garden. Oh. Um, a solo concert. And this person said, like, going to a concert, oh, but alone. Yeah. She was like, it sounds scary, but it was the most freeing experience. Interesting. And I was like, wow. I would yeah. never, like, I would never do that. But I would <laughs> never think to do that. Mm-hmm. But I could see that being like. You could dance however you want to yeah. dance. Sing loudly. Just make sure you're safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Especially as a female. Yeah. Bring bring a taser or a pepper spray. Just in fear mongering. <laughs> Like, I know. Don't be alone if you're a girl. I know. But, you gotta be you do gotta be safe. You gotta, you gotta take some some precautions. But sunrise at the beach, which I think would be amazing. And I have the option do, to do it every day. I was and say, I don't. Doing that by yourself is really like a challenge. That's on another level. Because doing it with friends is like, okay, we're all gonna get up, we're all gonna be tired. Yeah. Doing it by yourself? Hmm. Maybe I'll I'll do that. Not <laughs> Well, I have freaking insomnia anyways. I'm up at like 3 a.m. I'm like, know. I might as well take a drive down to the beach. It's true. I think sunrise or sunset at the beach alone. Again, don't think I've ever literally done that, which is shocking. But I feel like that is a really good, mm-hmm. like, just anytime I go to the beach and look at the ocean, I personally, yeah. like, feel so good. I love yes. it. So I can only imagine, I'm sure, doing that alone and just having your alone thoughts or alone time with it would mm-hmm. be awesome. A workout class, yoga, Pilates, getting a little drink after. Always fun. And then I kind of, those are the ones that people had sent in. And then I wanted to talk about like traveling alone. I have never really done, well, that's not true. I have done, I have traveled alone when I was younger and I was a photographer, like literally when I was like 18, 19, 20 range. I actually did travel alone like quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I was realizing. And to shoot weddings. So granted, I wasn't like completely alone the whole trip, but like I would fly there alone. I would stay in a hotel room alone and then I would shoot the wedding and be with people, but then I would come home and be alone. And I was thinking like what great times and memories and experiences those were for me in building like my confidence. Mm-hmm. I feel like traveling alone as a girl, again, you got to be, you need to be safe and you need to be careful, but just learning how like transportation works mm-hmm. and being like, okay, I have to get myself from this hotel to here. You know, when I was like 19, it's, those are really good building experiences for me where now I really do feel confident in like new situations. And I feel confident when I'm traveling. I'm not like super scared. Of, like, well, how are we going to, cause I'm like, oh, you can just get a car. Like I, mm-hmm. I, or, you know, we can figure out the subway situation because I really did do that when I was younger. Now, I will say ever since getting married, like, I really haven't traveled alone at all. I usually travel with friends, go on girls trips, or be with Leif. And I love that so much because I do think traveling is so fun with other people. But I will sometimes get the itch, and I feel like I will for sure after I have kids, Mm -hmm. even more so. Because it's like, I I rarely feel like I'm like, I need a break. Like, I need to go away from Leif. It's like, "Eh, yeah, I can just go and, again, I can like, 
have a day go out for the day and like do my own thing and then come home and be with him but I will sometimes get this itch of like when I'm feeling kind of all those things like short-tempered and like I'm not creative and I'm like listening to too much noise I'm like I literally want to go just even to like a hotel or Mm -hmm. like you know a few hours away like I want to go on a road trip alone and like stay at a hotel and go to a spa alone or something yeah and just be with myself like sometimes I'll kind of get that itch because it's just good to be alone sometimes and like I said I feel like I'll see mom sometimes just like literally be like my husband got me a hotel night a a hotel room for the night to like have a night to myself I'm like I'm sure that's amazing especially again after you yeah have like a family People rely on you yeah yeah but I do think that traveling alone can be daunting and scary and it and I could also picture it being like because this is how I felt sometimes it's like why would I spend money on like going on a trip and staying at a nice hotel alone when I could like share that experience with my husband or my family or like mm-hmm. my friends but I think it it could be really good yeah so Stay tuned for a, yeah, solo trip. I don't know when or if I'll do that anytime soon. But, like, I have kind of, the concept sounds nice. Yeah, that does sound nice. I love a plane ride alone. Like, Mm -hmm. I really do. Like, getting to the airport, just sitting there waiting quietly by yourself. And then you get on the plane and, like, I mean, I don't love long plane rides alone, but you know, a couple hours on the plane by yourself. Then you get off. You have to go to your destination, like go to a hotel by yourself. It is really nice. It really is. It forces you. It's like you can't, you can't listen to that many podcasts. You can't listen to that many or watch things on your phone. It's like you are forced to have quiet alone time figuring things out by yourself. It really is nice. And it's just nice. You know those those videos that'll be like, matcha tastes so good when there's not like someone in your, in your ear, ear yapping yeah. about how it tastes like grass. Like yeah. sometimes I just feel like, not that like anyone in my life is judging me or like annoying me, but I feel like when you are on like a solo trip or you mm-hmm. are on a road trip alone, it's like you can go to the gas station, pick out whatever mm-hmm. snacks you want. Not that you can't otherwise, but it just feels like this extra layer of like, no one's judging me. Yeah. I can do whatever on my own time. Same with flying. It's mm-hmm. like, I can literally do whatever I want. I feel so nice. It feels so freeing. I know. It is so nice. Any other ideas? Yeah, I have some different solo day ideas that I wrote down that I kind of like personally like to do. Okay, well, I had thrifting as number one. Riding a bike or like rollerblading, maybe like rollerblading or like skateboarding or something like that. Longboarding, especially if you live somewhere the weather is nice, is so... I've been having this itch to just like ride a bike by myself. I used to, not when I'm pregnant, obviously, but before I was pregnant, I used to take Case out on bike rides all the time, just like through neighborhoods. And it's so, it's silent, obviously. It is really nice. And it's just so relaxing. So that's a great one. Scrapbook or document something. So whether it's like journaling about a, a certain situation, sometimes it's nice to just like catch up. Maybe you did something like very special maybe just graduated or something and you want to you know write a journal print out some photos and like document it somehow or even just on your computer organizing your photos whatever it is taking a silent bubble bath like sometimes or or maybe you can listen to like healing like frequencies yeah frequencies but not listening to you know again a podcast or music and just like the silence of it I love a bath I know it's like what I'm most excited for in my new house because I've never had like a like, like a nice bath. Nice bathtub. Like in any, you know, oh my you gosh, have like a house so nice. or like a bath that's with the shower. Yeah. And some of them are bigger than others. Yeah. And it's like actually nice. But I feel like all the houses I've lived in, actually, 
Do you remember that? Ha- Your house? LA bath was that was actually insane. a hot tub, <laughs> but it was so huge that it actually was almost unusable because I literally felt guilty filling it up. I'm like, yeah, this is way too much. That water. was a wild bath. That was wild. You like stand up in it. It's it was legitimately a hot tub. Like it was actually crazy. Yeah, I honestly rarely used it because it was so big. And then everywhere mm-hmm. else I've lived has either just been a shower or like a really small yeah bath. But I am a bath Ugh. girly. Like I love I love them. That so will much. be so nice. Yeah, I use my shower right now. We do have a bath, but it's like a shower bath yeah. kind of situation. And I'm not about to try and like get up in and out of that by myself. But at the like birthing suite hospital that I, I birth at, they always have like big tubs that they fill up with hot water. I remember last time being like, oh, so nice. I need this in my house constantly. So nice. You can like float around. You have like somewhere to rest your neck if you want to lay down, but you could just float around like a little tadpole. So nice. <laughs> so nice. A puzzle. Slay. This is making me sound 50 years old. Like all these things. I'm like. A crossword. Uh, yeah. Crossword. Crosswords actually You've are been great. doing Wordle? Not recently. No. I've been back in my Wordle phase. Really? Mm-hmm. I will go through crossword phases like every day. I can't wait for the new one to come out. But puzzles are great. Like. It's a very mindful activity. Yes. And it's quiet and your brain's working and it's fun. Visualizing your future, what you want. Sometimes this just comes, it's hard to force this sometimes, but sometimes when I'm just like alone and I have time to, maybe I'm even like writing down a list or something of, I'm going to the store and I have to write down a list. Then I start being like getting this urge to be like, okay, you know what? I'm getting stuff for my, you know, office or storage or something like that, like the other day. Now I want to visualize like, how do I want my life to be run? How do I want like to streamline things? I want to be, you know, I want to declutter. I want to feel like I'm living minimally as like, but I also want to stay organized. And I don't know, it just like leads me down this path. So then I'll start making like a Pinterest board or something, or you can make a vision board if you want to get crazy. But that's also a nice time to, you know, It's a nice reflect. solo activity is a vision board too, yes. if you haven't made one mm-hmm. or even like Pinterest. Yeah. Like a workout class or a class by yourself, obviously I put that down, washing out your car, organizing your car. Mm-hmm either going to the car wash, like vacuuming it out. Sometimes like just little tasks that I will leave off. It's really nice to just like go out and be like, I'm going to take an hour and just go clean my car. Yeah. You know, it really detail is so it. Nice and it feels so good after. Mm-hmm. Or your closet or something like that. Trying a masterclass. I don't know if you guys have tried masterclass or, you know, something like that online where you put it on and it's it's not like really stimulating because it's not like, oh, these all these exciting things. It's like class and yeah. you take notes, you get a notebook out and you start having, especially if it's masterclass and it's something you are interested in. Like uh, a while ago I talked about, I did like the interior design one by Kelly Re- Wessler. It's not wrestler. It's Wessler or something. Anyway, she's an, an incredible interior design. I took hers and I was taking notes. I've been taking like a birth class recently and that's been like at first, you're like, I'm bored. Like, I'm just sitting well, here taking a class. especially if you don't have structure. Not not that we don't have structure in our lives, but like, you know, we don't go to school and take classes normally. And so mm-hmm. I, I feel like sometimes you miss that element of like mm-hmm. learning. Yeah. And it's good to do that sometimes, mm-hmm. for sure, if you don't have it naturally in your schedule. Definitely. And once you get into it and you start taking notes, it starts making you feel really excited and, I don't know, just gives you good, good vibes. The last couple ones, take lessons of any kind. Maybe you want to get into a hobby. It doesn't have to be, again, these don't have to be like making your dream life of like building a business or something super productive, but taking lessons. Like maybe you want to get into tennis. Maybe you want to get into horseback riding. Maybe you want to get into golf. Like signing up 
taking lessons. Obviously, that's not necessarily by yourself, but you're not with friends or something. Like you're going to a coach and it's something that you're doing for for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great thing to do. And then the last thing was go out to like a flower market. A lot of times they'll have wholesale flower markets in your city if you look or nearby and you can go pick out flowers and just like make a bouquet or something of that kind. Like you can go to the plant shop and repot some plants or something that has to do with like beautifying your space with nature, I think is really, I love doing that. Like I love going and picking out some flowers, even just from Trader Joe's and like putting together, like taking the extra time to put together my own bouquet and like trimming it, taking the whatever off and making it really beautiful is really relaxing and therapeutic. Yeah, I agree. I love a little floral arrangement moment. Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about recently, like trying to find a floral arranging class. That'd be fun. I would really like to do that. We should do it together. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, we should do it. Yeah. I know. With friends. Well, that was it. That was kind Mm -hmm. of all the thoughts that we had about spending time alone, solo date, dating yourself. Hopefully this gave you guys some inspo. I know it gave me some inspo. I really do feel inspired to also, I think, like take advantage for, for me speaking to my personal situation, like before I do have a kid, I'm like, I should really take advantage of the time that I just naturally have alone to like really soak that in. Yeah. I've been soaking it in for a while now, but I feel like as now it's like, you know, getting closer and it's months away. It's like, okay, like maybe even more so just going on these little dates and making time to, I was going to say, we should go on a little solo trip together. Us talking for five years also about like, we would love to do a, a trip like disconnecting, like not bringing our phones. And yeah. then every trip we like. Every time. You know, it's sort of content trip. Content. Yeah. No, <laughs> I would love to go on a trip though. Mm-hmm. I'm always down. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for either watching or listening. We love you guys so, so much. Make sure you follow along on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you like to get your podcasts. And maybe let us know in the comments of our recent Instagram post. We have a cute little graphic going up. Maybe tell us what your favorite solo date is or what you, maybe which one you want to take from this episode. That would be a cue. Love that. And then follow us and buy our merch. We love you guys. And that's That's what we said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.